goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another week. Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour here on WABC. If you want to be part of the program, 800. 848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. We will start with where we left off on the weekend. We've got so much news, by the way. I'm going to be rushing to get through stories. I want to get to quite a bit today, if at all possible. There's President Trump news. We've got, uh, we have got news. The new Speaker of the House is in the news, of course, uh, a lot of, uh, media coverage over the death of Matthew Perry from Friends. I must be totally honest, didn't watch Friends that much. And so I wasn't as engaged as many people are with this, but people are feeling it all around the world, just not, not here in uh, the United States of America. Of course, there are still some after stories about the main shooter. Uh, and the big weekend uh, story was when we were on Saturday morning, the upcoming march that was to happen that day in Brooklyn. And there were fears of what could take place in Crown Heights. There were fears of where it was going to go. It was 7,000, 7,000 pro-Palestinian protesters shut down the Brooklyn Bridge on Saturday, as you know, openly cheering the brutal attacks by Hamas on Israel. Some of these protesters, freedom by any means, Land backed by any means. Others stating they believe the settler state of Israel must be taken down. All kinds of signs, such as from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. F Israel, Justice Palestine, as they headed north among Flatbush Avenue and the Barclay Center. So it was a huge turnout. Thousands of people in Brooklyn, New York. Upstate New York, over the weekend, in Ithaca, of all places, Ithaca, home of some of the major colleges in New York, Cornell, Hamas sympathizers, chanting again, Slogans like From the River to the Sea. Members of Cornell University's Jewish community became the target of threatening messages, including messages that encouraged people to shoot up Cornell's kosher dining hall. One said, message, follow the Jews home and slit their throats. 
Screenshots of those messages were spread across social media. Watch our pig Jews. Jihad is coming. Nowhere is safe. Your synagogues will become graveyards. Your women will be raped. Your children will be beheaded. Glory to Allah. Under another social media post, kill Jews, Alu Akbar. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Glory to Hamas. Liberations, liberation by any means necessary. Not limited to Cornell. A Palestinian writer who is going to be, is scheduled to be sponsored by the University of Pennsylvania was supposed to be with Pennsylvania uh, in, in September, September 18th. This writer has some unnerving comments. His name is Rifat Alarir. Yesterday, and again, he was sponsored by the University of Pennsylvania at a a discourse. Yesterday, he mocked. This is a difficult one me even say because I don't believe that people could be this evil. But he mocked the baby that Hamas terrorists cooked alive in an oven. There was a post about this baby that was placed in the oven. The oven turned on. The baby cooked to death inside the oven. This refat Alir made a joke of it. He wanted to know if the baby was cooked with or without baking powder. It's simply unbelievable. With all of that, one of the liberal writers of the Amazon Prime Washington Post, and those of you that are political junkies know his name very well, for his Trump hate and for the hatred that he has displayed over the years in the pages of the Washington Post, at conservatives. His name is Dana Milbank. Dana Milbank has a piece today. What a lonely time to be a Jew in America. He starts off by recounting the scene in New Orleans on Thursday was out of another century in an anti-Israel demonstration near Tulane University campus. One demonstrator in the bed of a pickup truck tried to light an Israeli flag on fire. When a Tulane student tried to snatch the flag from him, another demonstrator waving a Palestinian flag hit the student over the head with the flagpole. Elsewhere, Israel supporters were punched. One was hit with a megaphone, causing a broken nose. Much of this can be seen online, writes Mr. Milbank. But I got an intimate account from my nephew at Tulane, whose brothers from his Jewish fraternity were caught up in the violence. The anti-Israel protesters, many of them apparently not from Tulane, had come to the school, which is 40% Jewish, to target Jews. Pretty scary. Among the demonstrators, uh, 
<clears throat> one had a sign, there is only one solution, the annihilation of Israel, one equating Zionism with genocide. And there was, of course, that expression from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Milbank goes on to say that the Anti-Defamation League reports the last two weeks after the massacre, anti-Semitic incidents more than quadrupled over the same period last year. They, Mr. Milbank also talks about the Cooper Union situation from last week when pro-Palestinian demonstrators menaced Jewish students identifiable by their yarmulkes and, and, uh, he goes on to say, you know, that this, what a time for progressive Jews to be looking at this. He's a progressive himself. And, um, to which I just have one thing to say to Mr. Milbank. Not everybody is against Mr. is against Israel, Dana Milbank. The conservatives who you have spent the last few decades hating and trashing are firmly standing with Israel. Your friends, the progressives, the leftists, are where you see all of this hate spewing. So no wonder you're lonely. The people that actually support Israel are the people that you have targeted with your verbal abuse and your printed abuse in the Washington Post now for decades, and all those people you align with that you try to suck up to on the left, that you try to please, these are the ones, now you see who they are. And you see that their hatred for conservatives, like yours, doesn't limit them to also hating you, Mr. Milbank, and wishing you and your entire people dead, and they are openly saying it. They are laughing at babies as as an, an Israeli baby being placed in an oven. They're making jokes about it. They're threatening to slit the throats of Jewish students here in America. All your friends on the left. The White House today, you'll find this at the DailyBS.com, the DailyBS.com. The White House announced in a series of measures Monday they intend to fight this anti-Semitism on college campuses. These grotesque sentiments and actions shock the conscious and turn the stomach, says Andrew Bates, a White House spokesman. spokesman. Well, what are you going to do? And again, this is just more hypocrisy. Your administration, Mr. Bates, is the one that has been funding Iran and trying to make nice with Iran and the Obama administration before it. Iran is the big player in the room here. You know, uh, I don't have the story. I didn't print the story. The United States announced, I saw it early this morning, that we have a new generation nuclear weapon that is 20-some-odd times more powerful than the one that lit up Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And this, and as soon as I read it, I said the reason that they're putting this story out now is this is a signal to Iran. 
and to Russia and to China. It's almost a fearful signal. Hey, guys, please, please don't do anything. Look, we, we have weapons that can, if we have to, that can take you out. And that axis of evil is still growing. In Russia over the weekend, you saw a mob, a mob storm Dagestan airport looking for Israels who were supposed to be coming in on a jet from Tel Aviv. Putin has called a meeting today of his security forces to address that. Putin. Meanwhile, Benjamin Netanyahu, and oh, by the way, before we get to that, then you have the member of the squad, one of Mr. Milbank's friends, no doubt, a fellow progressive, the squad, warning President Biden that he better be careful. You better be careful about your support for Israel, Joe. Be careful. President Pramila Jayapal warned President Biden. This congresswoman warned the President of the United States he better be careful about his support for Israel. It is not his support. America, at least most of America, outside of you and the hateful left, support Israel. She was on... NBC. He said Joe Biden needs to call us to a higher moral place. He says she's been one of his biggest supporters. She's been proud to be a partner as he has been courageous and strong on the domestic front. He's really called out injustices for the average working Americans across the country. That is a laughable statement. He's responsible for most of the harm that has come to working people in the United States. And he, she says he needs to be just as courageous on this issue. Keep the unity within our country. Support the incredible things he's done. He says the majority of Congress has been on Israel and Gaza. They support the right for Israel to defend itself to exist, but they do not support a war crime exchange for another war crime. I think the president has to be careful about that, and I would call him because I know him well. She also criticized a fellow congressman, Dean Phillips, who announced a primary challenge to Joe Biden. They're all petrified. One or two percent in the vote, what that could mean for Joe Biden. Usually some lowly congressman decides he's going to run against a sitting president. People laugh at him, but they are petrified because they truly understand how weak a president Joe Biden is. Another story in the Trump stack of how strong his numbers are in spite of everything that's being done to him. And people don't understand that either on the left. But again, Dana Milbank from the Amazon Prime Washington Post is just one of many, many progressives who have spent their entire political lives hating conservatives, doing everything they can to make conservatives out to be some sort of devil demons. And now all of a sudden, their pals in the conservative movement, or no, their enemies in the conservative movement are the ones 
that are supporting their very right to exist. And the people that are expressing such hatred toward them are their fellow progressives. The ironies are just astounding. 1949, David Green born. Basis. The Australian interlopers. Air supply. Yes, musical interlopers from Australia. But it's the birthday of Dave Green. They had this big one. 1980, you remember it, All Out of Love. And by the way, that All Out of Love thing, that explains exactly the progressive's view of you, members of the Jewish communities and Israel. They are all out of love for you. In fact, they never had any for you. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. I'm so lost without you. I know you were right. Believing for so long, I'm all out of love. What am I without you? I can't be too late to say that I was so wrong. When you mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Nineteen eighty-two. This was number one on the United States of America's singles charts. Men at work. Who can it be now? The big single, their first number one hit. We have a lot of people on the phone that want to talk about the anti-Semitism, the situation over in Israel, and we will get to your calls as soon as we can. I want to cover some other news. And I'm going to go through some of these really quickly. I'll just cite the references to them, so if you want to dig into the stories, you can. There is a story today at the DailyBS.com again, the main gunman, and this is the gunman. Now, that remember all the intensity of that story? Today, poof, overshadowed, gone, poof, gone. Main gunman had disclosed mental health issues on federal form. That's what a shop owner says. He admitted to having mental issues when he attempted to purchase firearms. Okay? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. You keep asking, you people on the left, we need more laws. Why is it that we have mentally ill people able to buy? He admitted on the form, I'm mentally ill. They gave him weapons. 
this before. So I guess we need a new law. We need a new law that when someone admits on the background check that they're mentally ill and therefore they're not able to get weapons, that we really, really mean it and they don't get weapons if they declare mentally ill, like this guy did. The whole thing is a travesty. And then we need, of course, the other law that we really, really mean it, that murder is against the law. We really mean it. There's another story. These have less importance. I'm going to move them to the side, but I want you to be aware. Some of them I may hold for our Saturday morning radio extravaganza, like this one from the Amazon Prime Washington Post. It's a story it's a story about burping of everything. If you want to burp less, here's what you do. And it goes through a theory uh, I have a person I want to give that to. A burping and flatulence. I'm not going to spend time on it, but you can find it in the Amazon Prime Washington Post today. In New York, this from the New York Daily News, migrant crisis puts Democrats on defensive in New York City Council races. Well, it should. New Yorkers' concerns over mushrooming migrant crisis have put Democrats on the defensive and offered Republicans a potentially powerful line of attack in next month's most competitive city council races. Let me tell you, it shouldn't be just the migrant crisis. Again, you can dig deep into that story today in the Daily News. That story prints out to about eight pages, goes through some of the seats. Democrats need to be held to account here. Not just the immigrant crisis. How about the crime? How about everything that they've done to make New York a haven for criminals? Another story you can dig into if you'd like Democrat Representative Schmooze with confrontational echo activists that have targeted their colleagues, and this is about Democrats like Ro Kahana in California, Rashida Tlaib, attending a fundraiser for Climate Defiance. This Climate Defiance group are the ones that are attacking other Democrats like Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota, Joe Manchin from West Virginia, trying to shut down events. But yet you have Ro Kahana, California, Rashida Tlaib showing them support. Another immigration-related story today, Daily BS has it. Federal judge temporarily blocks Biden administration from removing Texas border wire. Texas is not only those floating wires, but they put up some barbed wire around the borders, and the judge is saying, hey, 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 can't take it down yet. New York City budget officials warning. They're warning Governor Hochul against continuing to fund this influx of illegal immigrants because it is putting other budget items for state services at risk. We have talked about this before. There's an internal memo This is um, that was obtained by Politico. You can check either Politico for the original story or you can check the after story in the Daily BS today from the Amazon Prime Washington Post. 
Virginia Republicans are looking to neutralize abortion as an election issue. Abortion has been losing issue at the poll for Republicans, but now in Virginia, which holds elections in early November, the party thinks it's hit upon a formula to stop the losing. Legislative races of the state will offer a decisive test of strategy led by their governor, Glenn Youngkin, and the party calls it a common-sense position. They support a ban on abortion after 15 weeks with the exception of rape, incest, life of the mother. And they think that magic 15 weeks is reasonable. People are going to look at that, perhaps as a model. The New York Times today, you can dig into this one. The latest target of California conservatives, local school boards. Now they point out that California Republicans are shut out of government, which they are. Democrats own the state. So what they've been doing is instead of running the same laws by the legislation and losing, they've been taking them to local school boards, particularly when they uh, concern these, these transgender matters. And they've been implementing policy at the school board level. And it's been effective. And, of course, since it's effective, the liberals are whining mad about it. That story today in the New York Times. There's also this from the New York Times today by Raymond Zong. The window for meeting key climate goals is even narrower than we thought. Limiting warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius would be harder than ever now. New calculations show. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to be harder than ever to stop. Global warming. Oh, no. Please be fearful. And please get ready to put more and more money and lose more and more freedom into the effort. Last one before we get to the break, Fox Business. The EV market, that would be your electric vehicle, could become the next big flop. That's what economists are warning. This whole thing. This whole push of the Biden administration of California, like governor, this mandate they have out there, everything has to be electric, this thing could be a major flop. I told you on Saturday how the uh, the General Motors, others in the auto industry, Mercedes-Benz, they're all backing off their forecast for the sales of these electric vehicles because guess what? You, you people don't want them and you're not buying them in the numbers that they thought you would buy them. You like the cars that you're driving, and you don't want to change. There's a lot more to this EV story. One of these days I'm going to do a full podcast on it. Little Motown, we could do Motown all day with all the stuff, the musical history with Motown. For instance, today would be the heavenly birthday for one of the most successful songwriters in American history. Part of the Holland Dozier Holland. That would be Eddie Holland. Wrote so many hits, like this one, 
Holland Dozier and Holland for the Supremes. Wrote hits for the Four Tops, Marvin Gaye, Martha and the Vandellas, Frida Payne, Chairman of the Board. WABC, let's check in some news. Let's come back. We're going to get to your calls as soon as we can. Keep it right here. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Birthday today for Grace Slick. And you know Grace Slick, Jefferson Airplane, Starship. She did a lot of the vocal work there. Somebody who loved White Rabbit. We built this city on rock and roll. Nothing's going to stop us now. Happy birthday indeed to the one, the only, Grace Slick. You know, we had something, too. I just want to mention this. Because this is a sad day for people in Queens, especially Hollis, Queens. Shout out to Hollis, Queens. Uh, Jam Master Jay from Run DMC was murdered at his recording studio in Queens, New York, on this day back in 2002. It seems so long ago now. Now, quickly, some of the other stories, and I'm going to come to some of your calls, because I want to get calls, and I want to just rush the calls through at the end of the show like we do with Rapid Phones. I want people to have a little bit more time to stretch out. But if you're on hold, please, please, please make your point when you get on so that we can get as many calls as possible. All of you know Vice President Mike Pence dropped out of the 2024 race. He was having problems with finding donor support and all that. I'm going to say this again, and I know people are going to take issue with me because there are a lot of hard feelings about Mike Pence and his role. Mike Pence is a good man. Mike Pence is one of the most decent men you ever want to meet on the face of the earth. He realized that this wasn't his time, and a lot of people felt that way going into it, to be totally candid, given the, the acrimonious feelings after January 6th that he didn't stand a shot. Mike Pence still has a lot of service to give to this country. He will find a way, I'm sure, to do it. He is a true patriot. Oh, people are going to be screaming at that one. But he is, and he is, from his point of view, he did the right thing. Now, many people can disagree, and we can have disagreements in this country, and you can be totally right about your position, but it doesn't mean that Pence didn't do what he thought he should do in that. I I hear people calling Mike Pence all kind of names, coward, traitor, and all that kind of stuff. No, that's not Mike Pence. Mike Pence has got a lot of work to do, though, to rehab his image with a lot of people on the right, and that's just the fact of the matter. I'm going to say it again. Mike Pence is a decent, decent, one of the most decent human beings you will ever meet. And I will say that, and I'll take that to the grave with me. Mike Pence is a decent man. Colorado, this to me is unbe-freaking-leavable, and I wish I could have used another word. Unbe-freaking-leavable. They're having the trial to decide whether the 14th Amendment would disqualify Donald Trump 
from being one. This is not a trial matter. This is a constitutional matter. And the Constitution is on Donald Trump's side on this. This 14th Amendment is just some more political smoke bull crap that the Democrats have put out there. But yet, they're taking this to the mat. It's Colorado. Colorado has become a hopelessly blue state. With 11 weeks until the Iowa caucuses, Donald Trump lapping the field, leading like crazy. People are writing about Nikki Haley's surging numbers in South Carolina, and she may do well. It's her home state. Donald Trump is still racking it up. Kamala Harris, this one from Fox News, guarantees, guarantees that she and Joe Biden are going to be reelected in 2024. After she was asked, how come Joe Biden's not 30 points ahead of Donald Trump with all the problems? She was on 60 Minutes. It's amazing they, meaning whoever's the real handlers back there at the White House, it's amazing they let her go on 60 Minutes the way she offers up these word salads that just inspire nothing but mockery from the political class. Then you have that judge, Tanya Chutkin, in Washington, D.C., who has reimposed her unconstitutional gag order on Donald Trump in New York. That story you can find, oh, you can find that at the Daily BS too. This one you can find in the New York Post. Our mayor, Mayor Adams, jeered, jeered, booed at a New York Police Department graduation ceremony for new hires, for new policemen. They booed him. And outside, none of the cops wanted to go on record, none of the new cops, but one of them passing by says, come on, tell him, tell him he's just a two-faced clown. Come on, everybody knows that he that he disappeared before they could question him further. A lot of the cops that were asked about the booing wouldn't say why it's happened. They just smiled and said, hey, we can't talk about that. But he got the booing. Here's another story. Medical experts, you can find this one today at American Wire News, medical experts urging seniors to get double jab despite a study. There was a study, we covered this last week, that said if you're a senior and you take the flu shot and you get that latest jab, you're putting yourself at risk, at a degree of risk, an elevated risk of stroke. For those over 85 years old who get both the COVID shot and the high-dose flu shot at the same time. Yet, there are still experts out here, despite that study released by the FDA, who are suggesting that older people do this. Why? Why? You should ask yourself, why? Leftists try and fail to smear the new House Speaker, Johnson, as a Christian nationalist. Imagine that's a smear. Think about that. A Christian nationalist nationalist. That's the smear. You are Christian and you are nationalist. Nationalist has become a dirty word. What does nationalist really mean? It means you have pride in your country. You you have patriotic feelings for your country. So now the smear from the left on new Speaker Johnson is that he's a Christian nationalist. Newsweek. Headline. Mike Johnson's ties to Christian nationalism revealed. 
That story in the Daily BS today. Speaker Johnson hails Judeo-Christian tradition, outlines optimistic vision in his first international speech. You'll find that in at Fox News today, Fox News Digital. And this is one of the things that I am loving. This speaker is not backing down. He's not giving in. He's not playing the card with them. He's going full force. This is who he is. Another story in American Wire News today, Biden campaign attacks new speakers' views on same-sex relations when Biden had exact same views. Not only did Biden have those exact same views, so did Obama at the same time. But now they're trying to smear and bury this new Speaker of the House. We spoke about that with uh, Princess of Policy, Diana Mee, on the Saturday morning radio extravaganza last week. Okay. That was some of the major headlines. Still a lot left on the table here. But let's get to some telephone calls. People have been raiding. Um, and let's start with Rick in Elmwood. Elmwood, quickly, Rick, what is the point you'd like to make? I just checked the satellite feed, the Hadcrut, uh, NASA GIST, NASA BEST, UAH, and RSS, and they all show the same thing. The Earth has been cooling since 2016. There is no global warming. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Set it right to the point. And this is that story that we had earlier. Oh, no, it's going to be harder than ever to stop the global warming. Oh, no. It's not warming out there, folks. Robert, in Brooklyn, New York, you're up next. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Um, First of all, it's not just the Israelis who are being held hostage. There's 600 Palestinian Americans being held hostage in Gaza by Hamas. That's number one. Carolyn Glick also tweeted Ambassador David Friedman, 12 pages of signatures, Columbia University signatures of professors supporting Hamas. And another thing is um, the IDF, they actually rescued one of the hostages, the 239, so now they two, only 238 hostages. The uh, IDF member, Ori Magadish, they rescued her. And, um, you know, shame on the Biden administration for pressing Israel to restore communications, they shouldn't be telling Israel how to fight this war. Israel needs to fight it in the way they see fit. And, you know, I just want to mention, you know, Donald Trump, when he was campaigning in February and March of 2016, he was talking about how General Pershing, when he had a fight, the United States was fighting Islamic terrorists in, in 1918, 1919. They dipped the bullets in pig blood. They, they buried these bodies in with pigs. And to those who think that's insensitive, look what they did, what you said in the beginning of the program, baking a baby in an oven, raping women, murdering the father. So we, you know, Israel and the Western world have to do what they need to save ourselves. Israel is not backing down. <clears throat> Benjamin Netanyahu says, we are going to do this. We are going to crush Hamas. There's a new story today about that. And this is despite all the pressure now, I've been telling people the Biden administration is talking out of both sides of their mouth. They talk about how much they support Israel. Meanwhile, they're trying to jerk Israel's chain and tell them, oh, stop, stop, don't do Gaza. Can't have it both ways. And Benjamin Netanyahu is not paying attention to them. He's full speed ahead. He says this is just beginning, and they're going to finish this mission. Time to check in with Lou Dobbs here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Yeah. You know this one. I can't. I won't. 
can't tell you why. <clears throat> Birthday today, Timothy Schmidt. Bassist, vocals with Poco, the Eagles. I did this one with the Eagles. Born in 1947. Happy birthday, Timothy Schmidt. Coming back, more of your calls on WABC. Shower with those nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It was his fifteenth uh, hit, but his first number one hit. Marvin Gaye on WABC heard it through the grapevine, nineteen sixty-eight on this day. Marvelous Marvin Gaye. Also today, heavenly birthday for Otis Williams, one of the original Temptations. Of course, that's the legendary voice of David Ruffin as the lead singer. These are the original Temps. Let's... Let's do it. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. Let us start in Long Island with Ira. Ira, you've been waiting. Thank you. Right to your point, please. Yes, James. Um, I've always been a conservative, but I, in, I lived in the five boroughs, so I had more influence to be a Democrat. I've been a Democrat for the past 40 years. It used to be that that uh, Democrats were just bleeding heart liberals. I didn't mind that. I didn't have that ideology. I didn't mind being him. But now, every one of those 5,000 protesters for Hamas that are in support of butchering Jewish babies and want to kill Jews, I don't know how any Jew could could be staying in the Democrat Party. I want to take a shower, and I'm going to change my affiliation. God bless you, Ira. I don't blame you. And with 7,000 on Saturday... And the comments that you're hearing from Ithaca, some of these vile, reprehensible things that are being said. I mean, this joke, a joke that this guy made who was a, was invited to the University of Pennsylvania was the dead Israeli baby baked with baking soda or not. This is horrid stuff. And you're seeing it on every, almost every major college campus. Disgraceful. Sandra in New Jersey, you're up next. Hello, James. Hi. Yes, Sandra. I wanted to share two thoughts on real quick. I want you to know that there's a Stanford University lecturer. He has been asked to leave, but what he would do, he would take his freshman students, say, who here is Jewish, raise your hand, have them go in a corner without their belongings, and then he would say, this is what the Israeli people do to the people in Palestine. And then he went on to say horrible things about the Holocaust, saying, you know, that they deserved whatever they got. It was just awful. But this this person was let go. But I also wanted to say 
May she rest in peace. Shawnee Luke is her name. We all saw her on television in that truck, horrified. I, I'm so naive. I thought they were going to be okay. They weren't going to hurt her. I really thought that. But today I found out she was beheaded. Can you believe it? Yeah, she was beheaded. And the reason they know it is they found her skull. Right. And the news from there is just, it is just heart-wrenching. Every day, it's more and more heart-wrenching. Sandra, thank you for your call. We appreciate you so much. Silas in Staten Island, you're up next. Yeah. Okay, I get right to my point. I wanted to tell everybody about the, the way the Jews are finding out just how many people hated them. And once they're finished with the Jews, like they say, they come for us. And they're going to do the same thing to black people in the, right here in America. Thank you, Silas. I appreciate the call. Here's the problem with your analysis. These people like in the BLM, they're the ones that are out, some of the ones on the progressive side that are spewing this hatred. I would say once they get through with the Jews, it's on to the conservatives because they hate them just as much. Greg in New Jersey, you've got 20 seconds. That's all the time we have. This climate change is nothing but a big money grab for these slimy, grimy, worthless politicians. That's all it is. Boom. And you nailed it in less than 20. We have to go, folks. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones, especially in these very troubling times. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you. It is God willing tomorrow that I'll be back at 4 o'clock and see you then. Bye.